What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we're on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and today we are reviewing Saw as a part of our Horror in Review series, Part 2, for the month of October. Throughout the month of October, we are reviewing nothing but horror movies, and at the end of the month, we are going to cap it off with our Top 10 Rankings episode of the scariest horror movies of all time. Last year we did the top 10 best, or our favorites I should say. Now we're going to try to narrow it down to the top 10 scariest horror movies of all time. But this week we are reviewing Saw, and I chose this movie for, for I guess one reason more so than anything. And that was more of the, of the influence, the impact on the horror genre that it has. So that was one of the reasons why I wanted to do it. Also, one of the other reasons why I chose it was because I wanted to give some different flavors each and every week. I didn't want it to just be possession horror, which is one of my favorite, if not my favorite subgenre in horror. So I didn't want it to just be all that. Or I didn't want it to be all slasher ones. I wanted to give different flavors, okay? So we have the the atmospheric. We have this one, the torture horror. Uh, then we have the slasher film at the end of the month. Then we have an Exorcist movie being reviewed for Patreon. So all kinds of different subgenres I, I'm tackling this month. And I'm trying to find out which one is the scariest of all time. And I'm doing that with Carmen Edmonds at the end of the month. So I'm super excited to kind of narrow that down. But I do have to say this. I'm kind of trying to rank and trying to fit what scary movies are actually scary and it is it is hard. Shout out, super hard. Shout out again to to kind of guesstimate and try to feel out which ones are scary because I mean they don't really scare me. I just like them more for the themes, the the atmosphere, and the the storytelling and whatnot. Like what's going on in the movie. It's not because I actually get scared by them. So I'm having to place myself in like especially like these older movies. Like I watched Nightmare on Elm Street the other day, the the original, and I gotta say, like, I, it, it's super campy. Like I laughed way more than I ever should with that movie. But when I was a kid, I remember being frightened by Freddy Krueger. So I don't know. I don't know if I can have unbiased eyes and try to put myself back in like the '80s or the '70s when some of these big time hitters came out. You know, it, it's it's kind of hard to do that. But nonetheless, we are going to do our best. So this week, doing Saw. And before we jump into that, you can go to patreon.com slash 2game if you want to consider supporting us. And shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsey Humble, and Michael King. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So thank you so much. Uh please go to patreon.com slash 2game and consider supporting us there. We have a great community. I love, love, love my Patreon supporters. We have a great time on our Discord channel, which you get access to uh, as soon as you uh, support us at any of those tiers. But this isn't about Patreon. This is about Saw. So let's jump in to that. Two strangers awaken in a room with no recollection of how they got there and soon discover their pawns in a deadly game perpetrated by a notorious serial killer. This movie was directed by James Wan, which we have done, I gotta say, we've done several of his movies on this podcast already. Uh, Death Sentence, great movie. Dead Silence, Malignant, 
just reviewed that not too long ago. Uh, Aquaman, Furious 7, Conjuring, one of my all-time favorites, Conjuring 2, Insidious 1 and 2, great horror movies. So, if anything, I am a huge fan of James Wan horror. I've never seen Dead Silence, so I'm going to have to go out of my way to see that. Uh, But all the other movies that he's done, I have seen. Dead Silence is the only one I have not. This movie had a budget of $1.2 million, and it grossed worldwide $103.9 million. It stars Carrie Elwes, Lee Winnell, and Danny Glover. It has a runtime of 1 hour and 43 minutes and released worldwide October 29th, 2004. This movie, I remember back in the day when it came out, I want to say I was a freshman in high school. Uh, it started the trend of the yearly release for a uh, for a series. Like, this came out every single Halloween, and you just knew, once you watch this one, I'll get ready for the next one because it's coming out next year. Uh, so, fun facts. All the bathroom scenes were filmed in chronological order so it would help the actors understand and feel what the characters were going through at the time. This movie was filmed in 18 days, and according to BBC, uh, this is one of the most profitable horror films of all time. Uh, Originally intended for straight-to-video release, but after positive screenings, it was given the nod to become a premiere release. Uh, Saw 2 was approved for production the weekend this film opened. And last but not least, Tobin Bell, who is Jigsaw, lied face down for all of the scenes in the bathroom. No dummy was used. I gotta say, this is a big time review. And you're probably thinking in your head, well, I mean, it's a it's a good movie, but I wouldn't say it's a big time review. It, it's a big time review mainly because of the impact that it has had on the horror genre. This started a whole new subgenre of horror. It started the torture porn subgenre. Now, James Wan has been noted to say he never intended to make a torture porn movie and that the subsequent movies kind of followed suit with that and made him into that. Uh, and I, I can kind of see where he's coming from because when you actually look at this movie, it's actually not all that gory. Uh, just from, if you're a fan of the rest of the series, it ends up getting really gory. Like, all the other movies are super gory, and they're, like, heavy into that torture porn genre. So, most of the shots in this movie cut away from the violence. They, they show, uh, facial shots, or facial expressions, I I guess would be a better way to say it. Uh, like the saw cutting, uh, only shallow skin. It never see, you never see it actually cutting through bone. Uh, the man climbing through the barbed wire. You never actually see him getting cut with the wire. It's just him sitting still or it's frantic shots to make it seem like he's moving. Uh, so it's kind of it's kind of interesting that subsequent sequels turned it into the torture porn subgenre. But it all started with Saw the original. Uh, this kind of paved the way for future torture horror movies like Hostel. I really enjoy Hostel movies. Uh, it's it's definitely different than this movie. They kind of lean more into that that torture porn uh, style than this movie ever does. Uh, the Strangers, uh, kinda. I mean, is kinda. I wouldn't kind of put it in the same genre as torture porn, but you can. I can see why you would make the case for it uh, if you said that. 
uh, The Collector, The Devil's Rejects. Rob Zombie's movies in general kind of follow suit with torture porn. Uh, I Spit on Your Grave, etc. All those movies kind of followed suit after Saw. So the impact, the influence that this had on horror in general, uh, I, I don't think it could be understated. Like, at all. James Wan is such a master at the horror genre that that when, like, he makes movies like Malignant, and you can go check out that review, when he makes movies like that, I think to myself, no, no, James Wan's going for something here. He does something different with all of his movies. Insidious, Conjuring, uh, Malignant, this one. They are all very, very different. And he is just... He's like the John Carpenter, Wes Craven of our of our time. He really is. And you can sit there and go, oh, nah, man. Wes Craven and John Carpenter are, are the godfathers and no one can top them. I, I agree. But for modern day horror, James Wan has such a thumbprint on a lot of what horror is today. And it's based off of this movie or based off uh, Conjuring or Insidious. It's just a lot of movies have been influenced by by what he's directed. And it's, it's truly remarkable, really, to have your thumbprint on so many different movies. And you can kind of point to, oh, this one director being responsible for all that is, is remarkable. Uh, but for the movie itself, I think there's some pretty good storytelling here. I, I really do. I like that non-chronological order that they put the events, how the movie unfolds in non-chronological order. I, I really like that, actually. And I totally forgot that that is what happened in this movie. Uh, but for its time, I mean, other than like some of the Christopher Nolan movies, do we really remember any other movie that kind of shoots out of out of order like that? I mean, yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of movies that do it, but for the horror genre in general, I don't know of any off the top of my head that unfolds in non-chronological order. But if there is one and you know of one, please let me know. Uh, But yeah, pretty good storytelling. And for its time, I have to say, trying to put my head and my body back in time when I watched this in 2004, the ending to this movie was so, I'm not going to say revolutionary. It it was very Seven-esque. Uh, in the way that they, you know, unfoiled the the twist at the very end, and you're like, WTF? I can't believe that. So the way that they did that is, I, I just remember watching this movie and being like, WTF did I just watch? I, I can't believe Jigsaw has been in the room the whole time. Like, that's unbelievable to me. Like, they just unfolded that story in unique ways that now if you watch it after... have after already having seen it, you're like, oh yeah, it's right there. So it kind of does lose its luster a little bit after watching it for the first time. But if you're listening to this review and you've never seen Saw, uh, well, spoiler alert, by the way, uh, two, you should go watch it. You you really should because this is a movie that has, has really shaped a lot of different movies. And just watching it on that alone is worth it, in my opinion. And even if you do know the twist, this is still just an enjoyable movie from beginning to end. Uh, one thing, some things I will nitpick about it, the dialogue is, a good portion of the dialogue is not very good. 
Uh, the acting is able to make up for it sometimes, but Carrie Ellis overdoes it when he starts crying and whatnot. Like, he has some good moments in this movie, but I think he overdoes it in a lot of his scene. In fact, I will go so far as to say that he's probably the worst actor in the movie, which is really weird considering he's the top-billed actor. Uh, I just think he overacts in it. Uh, I think Adam, the guy that plays Adam does a pretty good job. Uh, again, I'm not, gonna, I'm not sitting here and saying the acting is good by any means, but I will say it's decent. And some of the acting does make up for some of that terrible dialogue. Uh, but for the most part, both are kind of inconsistent uh, with what you get. I think Dr. Gordon, as far as a character, he's too smart sometimes. He almost kind of sounds like an anime character to me sometimes. Like how they just explain everything. Or they're, they're, they're just talking out loud. Uh, and they're explaining what's going on. And it's like, how do you know that? Like you just piece that all together. And truth be told, this movie is almost like a like a video game. Like how you figure out puzzles inside the room. It, it, you could probably place this in a like a Resident Evil game. Oh, well, X marks the spot. Let's turn the lights off. It, it's kind of like that, which is super interesting. We don't really find the uh, the puzzle genre uh, much in in horror movies. Not not that I'm aware of anyway. Or you know, really, I, I don't really ever pay attention to that kind of stuff. But it does seem real puzzle-heavy. Like, they're trying to figure out stuff as they go. It's not like your typical horror movie where they're trying to figure out, like, you know, what led to this ghost uh, possessing us or whatnot. Oh, she was killed in this accident. It's not like that. Like, they are literally trying to find things in this room to help them survive. So, puzzles, right? Puzzles. So, all in all, I think this is a great movie. I think it still holds up. And I was not aware of how just non-gory the movie is. Uh, there's only a couple of instances where there's blood. And that's kind of... It, it kind of threw me for a loop, to be honest with you. Because going into this movie, going into this movie review, I was thinking to myself, oh, well, this is the genre starter for torture porn. This is like the godfather of that genre, right? And watching it, I'm like, oh, wow, there's not a whole lot of torture in this movie. Like, you don't see people screaming and, and whatnot. You kind of just hear it in the background, and you're kind of made to believe what's going on. And they do a lot with that over the course of this entire movie. They make you kind of piece together what those people are actually going through throughout the course of the movie. Like when he saws his foot off, you're kind of made to, to imagine it in your head that he's actually sawing his foot off. Uh, because they don't actually show that. They just show some shallow skin uh, shots with him sawing it and some blood. So I think the storytelling is super unique in that way that it makes the viewer kind of piece together what's going on on scene. And uh, I got to give him a pat on the back for that because that's, that's super unique and it's a way to kind of keep the uh, the violence rating down. I mean, from a, a NC rating, I, I do know that they had an issue with that when they were trying to make the movie, that it was getting that NC rating, so they had to kind of tone it down a little bit on the violence and, and whatnot. But super interesting that that it was not as gory as uh, that I was led on to believe. Now, the subsequent movies are gory. I do remember that. So 
yeah, overall, I give this movie four stars. I think it's I think it's a great movie. Uh, even if you have seen it before, I think it's something that you can go back and rewatch and just have a good time. Is it scary though? I think it's more atmospherically scary. There are some scary elements in it. Uh, is this going to be a top ten scariest movie of all time? I don't think so. I think the I think the elements of the movie make it scary. You know, kind of like like Halloween. That movie is scary for one reason, and that's because that can happen in real life. And I think that's what makes a horror movie truly scary is that it can be real. You know, if you're getting possessed by demons, yeah, that can be real. It could be. I mean, we've seen some uh, some messed up stuff on the ambulance and whatnot that would make you think that. But like, but like uh, Freddy Krueger, I mean, come on, that's probably not going to happen. Uh, you know, aliens coming down and getting into our minds and, and parasites and stuff like that, probably not happening. Uh, supernatural horror, probably not happening. Uh, so you can kind of, kind of write that off as scary because the likelihood of it happening is not very high. But like slasher films where it's Michael Myers, just a random guy, just killing to kill I mean that happens every day so that's what makes it scary in this way yeah it's a little far-fetched it seems a little it seems a little out there that someone could put together all the stuff and you know make this huge ass puzzle and whatnot but I mean it can be done so that's what kind of makes it a little bit scary especially like the kidnapping and being in someone's apartment and whatnot uh I mean, that, that, that stuff can happen. So that's what makes it scary. But that is my review. Four stars. I say go check it out if you have not seen it. And if you have seen it, I think you can go check it out this Halloween. I, I really do. I think it's a, a good movie in the Saw franchise. It's probably the best one. I, I haven't seen all the Saw movies in, in so long. I think there was one towards the end. I was like, oh, this is actually not that bad. It, it, it really is. I think two is okay. And then you have like a string of, eh, it's watchable, like enough to waste your time. But I think this is truly a great horror movie that you can just sit there and just enjoy for all of two hours. But that's going to end my review. Let me know if you've seen this movie before and if you love it. Do you hate torture porn, the the subgenre in horror, or, or do you love it? Let me know on our Facebook or through our Patreon, patreon.com slash two game and uh yeah i will catch y'all next week on another review